With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi everybody, it's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know, as always, this podcast is now part of the 90 Minute Football Network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and the Always Battle Facing Podcast. I'm going to start off straight away, Decker, glory hunter, we're going to start calling Decker from now on. <laughs> it's another Newcastle United defeat which Decker has decided not to join us for because, boys, he doesn't get to say the famous words and that's all Decker cares about these days apparently. It's all about him, isn't it? it is, yeah. Now in fairness to Decker, he would have had like three years off prior to this little one. <laughs> true, true. He's had a taste of it. That's what it is. He's had a taste of it now. He only turns up when the we have gone win straight games. to his head, haven't they? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, as you can see, as you can hear, it's myself, Chris, the other guy, joined by Mark Walker and Stephen Best. It's me. And I'm Stephen. Hi, Stephen. It's the Commonwealth of Independent States. That's the one. It's CIS. Yeah, so we're having a discussion about what we'll have a discussion about. Our, our favorite Russian topic, football Euro 92. Favorite topic. It's not oh, yes. Russian football kids. I went to Euro 92 and why... USSR became the, the Soviet Union, wasn't it? Became the CIS, and that be, then became Russia and Georgia and all. There you go. Know, there you go. That that's a little behind the the curtains. Look at what happened. <laughs> it was the Iron, Iron Curtain football <laughs> behind, the, behind the Iron Curtain. Very very good. Yes. Um. Right. So I'm going to open it out to everybody straight away. Any questions? We'll go through as many as possible because. Let Let's be honest with you. It, it was Newcastle versus Liverpool at the weekend. But there wasn't much to write home about, really. Hmm. We'll have a little chat about it before we start going into everything. But... It's a funny one because it, like, mm -hmm. it was on the normal day that football's generally played on. You would hope a Saturday, albeit it was an early kickoff. But it just seems like it was years ago. 
even though it's just Monday night, whenever we normally record, and we'll either play on a Saturday or a Sunday, but it just to me, it just seems like it was donkeys, donkeys. Is it because it's been another game in between at St. James's Park as well? <sighs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. It just, I don't know whether it's just because it, it, it was that game and I just, we, we didn't really expect to get anything mm. from it. We were hoping that we might. A free hit, as people like to call that's, it. That's, mm. the, that's the one, isn't it? Um, and I've just never given it a second thought since. Yeah, yeah, I've not really lost much. I spent much time kind of yeah. dwelling over it. Or like that, it was a. I would have taken a one 0 defeat before. To be honest <laughs> with you, I think Liverpool being what they are at the minute, and we didn't really lay a glove on them. I mean, the, the man of the match was a bloke that was sold thirteen years ago. So, yeah, that's Kim's Miller. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the extent of how what, good they are at the minute. What did you make of the uh, of him getting booed when he got substituted off? It happens every time he comes to St James's Park, James Milner. I've it's, just never. I think I happens. don't know if I've noticed it as as much or if. Just it was a bit more it was a widespread build. Dominant, yes, yes. Maybe because of his involvement in the goal. That's the only thing I could put it down to at the time, but it just seemed a little bit, bit mean spirited. Strange. I don't know whether Arling, people have yeah, got a... it in for him or what. I remember the, the World Cup in like 2010. People were saying, "Ah, Milner's he's finished now. He doesn't have much, does he?" And here he is. It's not finished. He's English. Twelve years later. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> I knew that was going. <laughs> I love that. I watch that love every that. time. All the time. Every I love time. It. But like I here he is like twelve years after that World Cup, nearly. And like he's still I know he's not Liverpool's first choice. Um, still offers something. But he's, he? he's still an excellent player. He'd make our team our squad, our first team better, I think. There was a there was a comedy moment in the game as James Milner and John Joe Shelby were involved in a a two way sprint after a ball. All right, who won? A say sprint <laughs> in the loosest sense of the word. But they, they did chase after the ball at at a pace. At a pace, shall we say? He started off as a winger as well, didn't he? Milner? He did, yeah. He did, yeah. Very, very good as day, well. Leads yeah. and you can't. Yeah, I, I love Miller. I mean, he's been a great pro. I think Tobias sums it up uh, that you could see the class difference between the two teams. But credit to our lads for for working hard. It's he summed it up really. It's proper. It's, it sounds like it, that's us done. <laughs> I remember I, I played Sunday League for the satellite in um, Simon Side when I was a kid. I was like 16, 17. And at the end of the tro- end of the season, I barely played. I was shite. I was never a good footballer. Um, and at the end of the season, I got a, a sportsman trophy because I, I turned up every week. And that's oh, kind of what the guys gave Newcastle. Did you, was like, did you get that award? Well done. Well done. Me, uh, me, Johnny, and uh, Nick all got sportsman trophies because we turned up and didn't play. Oh, but one nice lads. It's like most improved as well. Oh, hi. I won a cup in the. Um, I was wearing a sales one here, Ben. I was seventeen, eighteen, and the, um, they filled the trophy for the spirits from behind the bar. One sip, I was like, lads. <laughs> I <didn't> go home. <laughs> um, was there any shocks in the starting lineup for you, Mark? Obviously, we no, went not for us. There was a few for Liverpool. There was a few yeah. for Liverpool, but anyhow, reverted back to uh, the the game prior. Norwich really bringing a, a few your star players back in, as you could argue. But were you shocked at anybody that that was starting? Do you think that, that um, meant some people should have kept the position? Maybe the only one I was I wasn't shocked. Maybe surprised he, he went with Saint up front again. Um, and Chris Wood wasn't playing, which meant that we could then play Willick, Joe, Shelby, and Bruno mm. in there. So when he said Willick, Joe, there I thought he was doing it. Willick, Joe, Shelby, John, Joe. <laughs> they don't cricket us. Oh, doing it backwards. <laughs> I, I've, I think just to touch on this as well, and this is from JNUFC UK. Says a few months ago we would have taken 17th. Now some fans are annoyed we didn't beat one of the best teams in the world. As Degan mentioned previously on previous podcasts, it's all about expectations. 
I've seen a lot of people talk about people being unhappy that we didn't get a result against Liverpool. I haven't seen it. No, I've not either. Um, I've seen criticism of the performance, which fair, you're going to get that. Mm. Um, so Maximin's coming for quite a bit again. Um, rightly or wrongly, I don't know. I've got an opinion, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here? Decker's not here. There's no point arguing no. about it, is there? <laughs> no, I don't think he was. He's not, he's not had a great few weeks, has he? But, like, Who, Decker? Well, no, he, well, he, he ran, ran that kid over. He's got the in-laws over there. That's what I mean, um, but no, um, yeah, it's. I think it, I've not seen a great deal on Twitter. Maybe I'm following the right people or mm. not following the wrong, whatever it is. But yeah, that it seems to have been a pretty, pretty mature, pretty kind of like uh, what would the word be acceptance, pragmatic. Like yeah, it was a, it was Liverpool. Mm. Like the, 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 the Liverpool, the their least important game between now and the end of the season is the FA Cup final. Okay, that's like that's the standard. That's mm. who they are. Like, you know, Man City's. They, if they had beaten Liverpool, their least important game between now and it would be all four competitions final. as well. Yeah, it? so like you kind of that's just that's the level. That's where they are. We are still even with like all the the money in the world, which everything we have, well, we're a long way away from that yet. Like, do you think if Chris Wood had a start more, do you think we would have had a bit more of a fighting chance up top? Because it, it, it would give. It, <laughs> It gives us something to. I was going to say. Well, what take I want to mention what I want to mention on, really on the back of that, th- there was quite a few times where Liverpool were just taking the piss slightly just by passing it around the back, and yeah. there wasn't anybody closing that ball down. The Cuba even had it for for uh, quite a few seconds at one point, and nobody was closing them down. And the Cuba just waited and waited. And I think it was seen eventually started walking towards them. They mm. just picked the ball up and started the, yeah. the passenger play again, and that happened a few times. Yeah, if Chris Woods was, on the field, that doesn't happen. There was vo- there was vocal moans about that within within the ground about people encouraging the you know to go and close them down, get them to put a, a bit of pressure on and and press them a little bit. And it did it did take a little while for that to to kind of filter through. But that that one was pretty frustrating. Where he's just he's just standing in his box, just mm-hmm. not no no hurry whatsoever, and saying uh, he walks away from it. And then everybody's like, "Well, that way." Hmm. Close it yeah, down, and then comes, then comes back. That's something just... that we've we've commented on a lot over the past few weeks, in particular. Wood and like not just that he chases down, but he does it like in the first minute. He doesn't. Yeah. Uh, he does it right away through the game. He's got his a fit lad. Mm. What was the atmosphere like in the ground? I wasn't there. Well, you so, were not there either. <laughs> but neither were we. Oh, so we just wrap it up. Yes, <laughs> it was. See you next week. It was very, very flat. It sounded very on flat. TV. I thought. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. So it started off started off pretty decent. Obviously, the the, the flags yet yet again, you know that you, right. Just to interrupt you that that display and, and the decision to move the surfer flag to the lasers looked fantastic. Yeah. You got to see that full surfer flag, which has only been used a handful of times in the Gallagher, and, mm-hmm. and it disappears. Yeah. It, it disappears. It goes under the roof. Under yeah, roof, yeah, yeah, it goes under the roof. The decision to put that in the lasers looked. Amazing needs to stay there. It, it does 100 percent And and I was quite worried when war flags started saying that they were gonna start dispersing the flags at other parts of the ground. Yeah, thinking it was gonna be quite dilute basically what you, you already get in the Gallagher with the flags. And what I saw on the TV, and that's the first time I watched a match on the TV this season, mm-hmm. it was an absolute spectacle spectacular. <laughs> Display it really was. Yeah, it looked great. It looked and really good. The, you the wouldn't have seen angle. the you wouldn't have seen the Melbourne and level seven 
no, either, would you? Because no. obviously you, that that's behind the cameras. So because that that's obviously the first time that they'd had it had it up there. Mm. Um, and not Liverpool brought uh, probably the largest crowd that I think we've seen full this allocation. this, this yeah. season. So yeah. that was full. It was right around the corner with the home fans into there. And there was only a very very small strip that wasn't taken. Um, so it was a, a full house, and the flags were all up in in level seven. Obviously, it is when you you are trying to fill the full ground with flags, it isn't going to have that much an impact as when they're all kind of compact in one area, in, in, in yeah. either one yeah. stand yeah. or in the east stand and stuff like that. But I think that the the idea to to get them into the different places, there's obviously been a lot more donations and stuff like that to to increase the number of flags. But getting that big one in in the leasers, um, I mean, it's the first time. I've been able to see it because you we've always under been it. behind it or under it yeah, or, or yeah. to the side and stuff like that. So it's something that it's um, unreal. I, th- I think the flags have really contributed to um, which gate was either Leicester or Palace at home. And we, because we stand, be, you know, we are standing mm. in a, the corner, but on the east stand side of the corner. And it was, it, it was the Leicester game, I remember. And the Gallagher made a load of racket and the don't. Yeah, like the whole stand felt like and the, normally the Gallagher's like you have that singing section right in the top corner by the Millburn. Yeah. Like the, the, the corner. Like we you're on one end and mm. we kind of yeah. almost book in the corner, don't we? Um but the whole Gallagher was like, Well, that's not happened. I've not known that happened for years. Um and like I wonder if, I kind of think is is that part of the idea or is that one of the little kind of fringe benefits of the flags? Is that it's getting more areas of the ground involved in the atmosphere? Because level seven isn't in the east uh, the Millburn and the East Stand actually. Um, on notoriously kind of vociferous, mm. vocal, loud. There, was, a, there but... was actually a couple of times because it, it's it's always the the corner that starts off. Yeah, the I... chance, isn't it? Yeah. But there was a couple of times during the match where there was chance started away to the the left in the Gallagher. Even the Leases, a I couple think, of times started them off. I think and this is made this is where around. We'll come back to the, to the acoustics of St James's Park because the Crystal Palace Ooh. game. That's what was that one when Miggy scored? Is that a Palace game? Palace, yeah, yeah that was so a yeah. Crystal Palace game. I was at a um, Platinum Club, and you did hear level seven a lot more than what you normally do yeah. in, in our normal seats in the Gallagher. And there was at times where they were starting the chance, and it was slowly working its way around mm-hmm. to the likes of the corner. But I think because we're in that compact space and in where we sit, well, three were sit basically. It always seems like that's where it's generating the noise. It feels like everywhere, but like you move yeah. elsewhere. It's different pockets everywhere yeah. now. I used to sit in the Leasers um, back when um, the, the, the second time they finished second, 97, 96, 97, and it was loud. It was mm. it was like right next to the, the away fans were in that way. But in that corner or that corner, one, one of the corners, I remember um, in Dean Ford. There used mm-hmm. to be 40, in the... 49, um, the 4-3 against Villa, mm-hmm. where Dwight Oaks got the hat his dad got locked up. He's not taken out. He was because if we're fans were like there, and he's now was given a six now. So yeah, yeah. Sure, we're in the opposite, now, like, opposite corner of the Leeds as to what they are yeah, now. Aye. like where the band is. Forty, where 40 the... grander. I, I was I've talked to Forty there a few weeks ago. The Metro back. He's grander. Uh, Harry's. He's the long gone now. Lovely, lovely bloke. Um, he used to go with Ashley. Like maybe dad, like the lads. And um, come back with the lads. Tom, Chris was like mm-hmm. Ben at the time, but and whenever yeah. Harry went for a piss, was scored. So before the game, how are you an extra pint? How come it be as we're there? Every time one Pierce has scored, I'm sure he was he would have been like player of the season if they'd known. <laughs> just like, now, now to do with Shearer, Janola, Gillespie was, was Harry Ford. No, I, God bless him. But I was a, it was a, a strange atmosphere in because normally for that type of game, like it's everybody's well up for it and 
you know, that there's, there's plenty of atmosphere. To be fair, like you could hear the Leeds, the Leeds Liverpool fans um, a few times as well, which you, you, you generally struggle to where we're sitting. It goes over the top of the stand, I think, yeah. Um, but there was there was a few occasions where they, they, you could audibly hear them, which is unusual. Um, but it was just sporadic bits of songs. There wasn't any kind of constant singing, even, even in the corner. So, and I don't know whether it was just because it was a bit of a, it was a weird game. Like we, we kind of just started tried off well. to frustrate them a little bit, didn't we? In, Slightly 10, 15 minutes to start yeah, It started with. all right. And then. I know that correlation doesn't necessarily imply causation, but that flat atmosphere and we weren't there, mate. That's why. That, that, I think the only reason. I think it had more to do with the fact there was a half 12 kickoff and everybody had to get out of bed and didn't have time to get tanked up. Well, rumour I hear Tom was rammed at 9 o'clock in the morning. It was absolutely heaving. Have you not been to a derby game? Absolutely heaving. It was ridiculous how busy town was like. Right, I'm going to go straight through some of the questions. Um, So if people do have questions, just fire them our way and we'll go through as many as possible tonight. Um, Deck, I'll be gutted that he's not here because he loves a good question answer. That kid, he does, Deck, oh, yeah. all the time. Oh, well, we'll say, we'll say in 10 minutes. He loves a good he question does, answer. Like um, this is from Aditya. Uh, he says... Mark, Decker, and Chris. Almost. You've got Mark, Bestie, and Chris. <laughs> he's sitting there going, fuck me, Decker's looking rough. <laughs> he's had a good weekend. So he says, this is this is Bestie, uh, by the way, not Decker. He's, he's the one that normally sits on the end and dances around. And... He's that's, saying, that's, I, that's, that's why I don't see you, you're out of shot. <laughs> uh, he says, um, many fans were complaining that the ref was awful against Liverpool. I think he had a decent game, to be honest. Your thoughts? So initially... I'll go. Um, the challenge between James Milner and Fabian Schur. Initially, I thought free kick all day long. Yeah. Then, obviously, they show the replay straight away after they concede the goal, and you can tell to me that's never a free kick. No, nah, not at all. It's, it's a great. It's a really good challenge. That it's a great challenge. So this is where the the disparity of being at the game watching it live versus being at, at home. Watching on the telly with the benefit of because you the could hear the and fans stuff like that weren't happy with that. It was a foul all day, like in at, the ground. The match, yeah. watching it. like obviously from where we are as well. It was at the, the opposite kind of end of the pitch on, yeah. the, on that diagonal towards that corner. And I think when you just when you see the replay back, you can understand like why it looked bad at the time. Oh yeah, was, oh, like, yeah, yeah absolutely. He legs his leg goes under. Shares reaction. He stays down injured and all of that kind of thing. Um, but once we got to half time and we saw the replay, obviously we've seen all all in the chat saying never a foul and all that kind of thing. But um it's it's just one of those where when you're at the game, it, it literally did feel like that the referee had a shocker. Yeah, we'll go and again. Every right. decision that he was given was the opposite of the way that it, it should have went and stuff like that. But again, that's that's from not having the benefit of being able to see the replays clearly seeing the ball like close-ups of, of it, it happening and and that kind of thing. So it it's one of them, isn't it? Like I and I think the majority of people that were there thought he thought he was poor. And and the uh the officials as well, the line lines people. Assistant refs. Yeah, to be fair, the the, um, the goal was was decent. To be fair, as well, I did um, well. I I thought good move. Target could have done a bit better because he just let them drift off. Um, I think I could comment. It must be on match of the day that the the pinpoint obviously target shouldn't have been looking because the way target was positioned is as if that he was waiting for a player to run round on the overlap. 
I'll try to send him down the line. Maybe. Yeah, basically, yeah. but there's nobody there. Then obviously he just cuts in. He keeps on going, going and going. Then it's a fact that the two players run to the line. Then they just separate as well. Yeah. And the ball just goes straight through them. It's a great goal. I've seen a, a couple of people, not many, but a couple of people, bestie, um, criticising Fabian Schur for staying down, saying that he, he's got this in his locker, but he was injured. I mean, He's gone off just after half-time. He does do that. He does often, mm. I think, we, if, if the chips are down or he's made a mistake or he, he thinks he's been hard done by, he does sometimes stay down. Um, and I must admit, I, did, I was sitting at home thinking, like, oh, I think it's a good tackle. Crap on, like, get on with yeah. it. If you're going to criticize him, maybe he's criticizing for holding the ball too long. Mm. Um, I don't, I can't even remember if he did that. If if, if Milner's got the time, the chance, kind of whatever, but nah, not for me. That it, it, he was not that he was injured. Um, I don't know. I think the ball running for the ball, and I think Milner just gets got there first. It. Yeah. yeah, I think I, so. I, so. I think it's because he's, he's hang on the ball too long. So like, he's, his leg kind of went underneath him, didn't he? Yeah, on the slide. And I think I it's just don't probably think you can really blame anyone. Then it twisted. If, if if shares if that's all I remember him losing it, but if if Milner just happens to beat him to the ball and he's injured, then if you're injured, you, you, you don't get up because you're, you're injured, you know. Hmm. Um, I think Target's trying to show your man down the line, so I'm not too worried. It's just a good goal. Maybe maybe things could have been different, like, but yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm in fully agreement with that one. I think again, what was kind of um, contributed to the, the the reaction within the ground was that. All of the players were rushing over to the referee and stuff like that, and they were going to share and they were pointing, like as if there was, like stud marks or something yeah. like that on his on his legs or boots or something like that. But what I will oh, say, maybe in support of the fans, I feel a bit hard done by, was James Milner later in the game stayed down after having headed the ball, mm. um, and the game got stopped. The game got stopped because yes. and you can see yeah. Jordan Henderson yeah. out a head injury. He's headed the football, mate. Like. I, the game didn't get stopped for Hayden at Anfield. And it's, it's, I think an accumulation of all those things, there's this kind of um, narrative that Liverpool tend to get a lot of decisions. And I think they do. Yeah, they do. You look yeah. at the, the penalty that didn't get given at Anfield. And again, I say Hayden staying down and Mike Dean running in front of the shot, basically mm. screening the shot, uh, the third goal at Anfield. Valley. Then obviously He's, not even to mention that the Isaac Hayden went down with a head injury yeah, and yeah. they scored yeah. from it, that. That was the first one there. So I think there's an accumulation of that kind of thing that makes people think, well, hang on a second, this isn't, you know, it's a typical, same old Liverpool. But then I saw a video on Twitter today of a Liverpool fan crying. You seen that one? No. Because uh, because of, some perceived injustice regarding a, a handball against Man City. Like Man City. It hits the, I forget which Man City player is there. And the kid's like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's disgraceful. Like, the treat of he didn't tears the ball. It's Irish for him. Like, How it, mate? Like, it's not, but it goes to show that I suppose the point I'm making, I'm trying to make it terribly, like, but is that every fan could point it. I remember when we came straight back up and there was a red card that would a couple of red cards in there, Huddersfield that we didn't get. Someone stamped on someone, Matt Richie got kicked in the head. It was like, oh, how it's, it's terrible. It's, it's, a, it's a conspiracy. It's not, it's just mm. referees are shit. Yeah, although in, I'm kind of in this instance, I don't think that badly. There, I, I think there was the, a moment in the air, uh, the first half where Liverpool had a had a, a a shot and it took a massive deflection and went out blatantly for a corner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, I. The goal kick. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> Conspiracy. How are you? To, to be <laughs> fair. You got a point with a dozen things in the game. Yeah. To, to be fair, it's, 
it didn't really take the ball off course that I think it just knocked it down over. Well, it did where we were. I thought it sad. did. Like, I Do you reckon? Like, yeah. Oh, from where, where we were sad. Oh, I didn't think it changed its course much that one because hit the on that side of the player's thigh, I think it was. Well, when, where we, we were sad, he took a shot and it literally was going and then it went off like that. And, was like, and then he points to the, the goal kit. We're like, I don't know, he's got that one wrong. Oh, but, mm. but, I think there's a few things where he gave a lot of soft free kicks to Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, I think that's true. A lot. And there was a couple of times where there's one in the first half where Sane controls the ball and he's just getting wrestled, pulled back. Then he, he loses the ball. Then the referee just plays on. Then I, I think it was match of the day that uh, pointed yeah. out that saying that, that Sane was kicking off with the players around him. And it wasn't it was the case. He was kicking he off on the ref. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm sure it was um, match of the day. I might be wrong, but it was Mine one was of them. Jermaine Genius and Danny Murphy on match of the day. So I, I can't, it might have been it might have been Janus to be fair yeah. saying that it's it's not great kicking off with these his teammates doing stuff like that but he wasn't at that point there's once he, he kicked off where he wanted the ball down the line yes and it just came center he was pointing it yeah he had a good share it was actually he played long balls that it was he? I think so I... yeah and you saw that that wing back position was probably where we could have got the most joy with Saint running down there but every single time it just kept on coming inside well, that's the thing isn't it with Liverpool it's always like the Trent Alexander-Arnold's obviously a brilliant wing-back, like, but defensively, people... Oh, that's, the point of his game, which is weaker, mm. he's brilliant going forward and he gets all his assists and stuff, but defensively, you can get at him, and we just didn't seem to really fancy it. Well, I, that's where I thought we might get a bit of joy getting in behind the, the full-backs because they do like to get forward. Because he wasn't playing as well. I he? think... Didn't he? Oh, <laughs> shit, really? It was, uh, oh, bollocks. He was, he was on the bench. <laughs> Robertson played on. If I don't go to the game, I'm useless. <laughs> it was, um, but it was actually Liverpool's game plan. It is live. It is that, live. That ruined us because they, and I think that this is what really made us struggle within the game is they they played everything really really tight through the middle of the park, which meant our we had to kind of come in to match that, and then that did leave like the the gaps for their their fullbacks to to get forward, but because the the three that they had playing in their in their midfield were very comfortable on the, the ball, probably a bit more defensive minded. They just they just kept it and then they just they knocked it and we just didn't get our our midfield into into the game. Willick was a was a little bit invisible until probably a bit later on, kind of when he he but he was made, like mainly chasing down and stuff like that. And I thought that was the, the obvious substitution at the time, which did then then happen. But I think it was just the way Liverpool went went around things with with narrowing the the pitch that that ruined our midfield and didn't allow, allow us to. It's those to, to use those any width. diagonal balls. Honestly, Van Dijk was just pinging the balls that every game. The, the width, like it was mental. Like I remember Brighton had loads of joy. I tried to do that a lot against them. I think Palace, it was. They always did it as well. We seem that seems to be what people score like get at the fullbacks. Mm. The space that they had was, because... was crazy, and at times it was like they were bypassing the own midfield out and just. Pinging them under yeah. under the wings, and, and that's because of that that very narrow yeah. field that they had, and to, then they just let Robertson. And I think, do you know what it is? Like I know Van Dijk's a great footballer, and I've always appreciated that. But he was brilliant. He looked unbelievable he was on Saturday. There was so many times where it's probably because he, was just... he wasn't really being challenged by somebody like Chris Wood or somebody like that. But even that, like when he was, there was a couple of times where like Saint was all over the back of him and stuff like that, and he was just so. He just brushed it off. He was yeah, just so really strong, a good side, comfortable, like a really good side. Gone under the radar yeah, a bit, like but <laughs> but like every time I watch him, he just seems to get better, and better, better and better. Yeah, 
He's, he's a fantastic I don't think people footballer. appreciate really how good he is. The, the amount of times that the court offside as well. Yeah. When two or three of those was one, the, the one where Miggy had the goal disallowed. Such a high line up Wood was so. through as well a couple of times, wasn't he? Well, there's one, and both of those ones, well, the two examples I had in mind actually, where we've taken half a touch too many. And it, Sissoko, I've, I've mentioned this a few times, Sissoko, when CC was here. Not even more Sissoko for them. <laughs> but, um, but when like, we had Sissoko, would take half a second too long to play the ball through. Yeah. Um, does he say? was one, I think it might be Bruno for the Miggy. No. Uh, I think that was for the Chris Wood one. Either was one of them where, like, you can see the run on telly, it's easier to see than in the stadium, obviously, on the pitch. But, like, you think now, mm. and Miggy, whoever it was, went, and then the ball came, it's like, ah, oh, that little, yeah, it happened for the wood one as well, where obviously hits it straight the goalkeeper, like, but, uh, like, it's just that little bit of apprehension, almost like apprehensiveness, where you think of uh, more confident, be a bit more brave, maybe a slightly better, yeah, put it through, and then you've got a chance because Miggy. Well, Miggy scored his. I mean, Allison didn't stop. The defenders didn't stop. Yeah. And he was well offside. Yeah. And just that little... I'm not saying we win the game because of that, but it's just one of those little things where you think, oh, well, lads. But then Liverpool, played, they worked it really, really well. Mm. Uh, aside from those two, we got caught off like loads. Yeah, absolutely nice. loads. Yeah. It's just that they're a good side. I mean, it's like Very I say, good. a 1-0 defeat against them at home, there's not really any shame in it. It wasn't... A, they would, we didn't really lay a glove on them. Um... For me, you had that uh, Bruno had a shot late on. Well, that's not one of the other points I wanted to touch on. It's been mentioned a couple of times in the comments. Was Sadio Mane's when he attempts to win the ball, then he comes down, studs up on Debravka's thigh. Well, top of his knee, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, my opinion on that is that you've seen them given. I don't personally, I'm not annoyed that he wasn't shown a red card, but I wouldn't have been surprised. If he gets a red card, it's one of those instances. But Moni's got this in his locker. He's done this a few oh. times, hasn't he? With studs up challenge. And he always gets away with them. Because I think it's because he's so fast and he's always trying to win the ball. Then he just obviously connects to, to me. It could have went either way. It looked bad. I'm not annoyed. At the time, because obviously it was right in, right in front of us at the at the Gallagher. Yeah. Um, he, he, was, he wasn't getting that ball. Hmm. Not in a million years was he getting that ball, but he still chucks himself in for it and... I think again that that is a part of the frustration is because the referee didn't even didn't even really bother with it. It was only because um, Dubravka went down that he then stopped and did VAR kind of going. Well, they must have, but I don't know what like. But it wasn't stopped, was it? For no, there's a comment in there saying it's not a red. He's going for the ball. How many red cards you see when a player has actually going for the ball? Most of them. He was very he was very late. Mm. He was out of control. Yes, there's not major contact there. He hasn't, you know, gone like proper studs into his leg. It's been, it was just a, an awkward follow through. Almost, it's, it's a bit like when when you see players like when they do that scissor scissor action. Yeah. It was kind of like that. What have you been watching? <laughs> not, not <laughs> kind of scissor action. I've <laughs> put me in mind a, a little bit of um, actually Mitrovic got sent off a couple of times for us for, and I was watching it at the time. I thought, nah, there's nothing in that. And the more replays I've seen, same as you, Chris, that can be given. That, mm. that, that, I'm not saying that, again, I'm not like furious that he wasn't sent off or anything like that, but that, I don't think we could have had too many complaints. If, if the referee sent him off, I don't think it would have been overturned. That's kind of the, yeah. that's something that we apply as now, unofficial type of thing. But yeah, mind is a couple of times, Mitrovic against, I think, Arsenal one year, and I think Tottenham, actually, that's game, no, not Tottenham, was a bad one. But like, where he got sent off for probably less than that. 
I, I think Debravka's reaction probably saves him a little bit because he doesn't he doesn't flip over. He doesn't yeah. start rolling around the floor, mm. making a meal of it like you would you would see some some players and some goalkeepers doing. I, I think it's. I, I wasn't upset that he wasn't sent off. Now I'm I'm, I'm not like outraged, but looking at it, they can be, it was that, a stupid, that, that a given, stupid like. challenge. It was a stupid, dangerous challenge, and that's why potentially it it, it could be a, I think, a red card. Do you know what? It sounds daft, but if that's a challenge on an outfield player in the middle of the field. I think he gets a red for that. Strange did one, he isn't even it? get booked? Um, I don't think he did. I don't think not. It's a strange one, isn't it? Because with there being a goalkeeper, obviously, Debravka's taking the ball at waist height mm. anyway. And if you you don't often go for a challenge yeah. that high. So maybe there's that, but that shouldn't, maybe that shouldn't make a difference. He's, he's got every right to go for the ball. Of course he has. Of course yeah. he has. But it's obviously the. the got, I, I feel as though he could pull out. I'm, it's I'm when, you, yeah. when you see it, how even real time watching it, when you see how late he was. Towards the ball, that that was the thing for me, and that's why I couldn't understand why why the referee didn't, didn't I give a free kick. Yeah, he did get booked. Yeah, he got yellow for it. To be fair, it's one of those. But like like I said at the very start of this, that that yes, you've seen them given. I'm I'm bang on the fence with this one. Like I'm not annoyed that it wasn't given, and I wouldn't be shocked if it, if I had been a red. Yeah, that's where I'm as well. Agreeing on so far too. I think that a couple that. of the. The, the stills probably make it look bad because it looks like his studs are going into his thigh and stuff mm. like that. I don't know whether it's because I don't think he, his studs did go into him and down or anything. That's so why I think it's maybe top, the angle, literally on top of it. I think I know, but I, th- I think it's maybe just the angle that the, the photo was taken from. It's hard to tell from a photo, isn't it? Yeah. An, an action like that, like where I remember the, the Palace game where people are going, oh, like Luke, what's it? Oh, the. Handball, Dan Burns found him when he fouled this lad and he's handballed it. And he hadn't. It just caused the photograph, the angle where it was. Yeah, yeah, of course. You can't always tell. It's, you know, oh, nah, mm. I don't think it's much of a. Again, as I say, I think if he'd been sent off, it wouldn't have been overturned. But well, there we are. I don't think it would have made any much difference. Of course, it wouldn't. No. <laughs> well, it might have for Liverpool's title chances. Potentially. Wouldn't help us, though, would it? Um, so, um, next question is from Jack Lad. We're going off completely off topic here. That says, uh, would you be open to rival fans being moved to pitch side? I know it was meant to happen a few years back, but it never actually happened. The reason why it didn't happen, the way the only Premier League club not to allow this to happen, because the rule was every away fan had to be pitch side, didn't it? They couldn't do it at St. James Park for security issues. They couldn't split the concourse, apparently. Yeah. Um, We've seen it before, though. We've seen it in, in European games. European games. Small like the corner, don't they? Use the corner, yeah. the, uh, and, Lisa's, yeah. and I think that's just because with the FA Cup, you can't close parts of the ground because you're not necessarily going to get a sellout at that time mm-hmm. when we are playing. And then the same with the European. Well, the corners themselves are segregated off as well because mm-hmm. they've got them concrete walls down, haven't they, between the yeah. stands. So you but just... that allocation isn't a big enough it, allocation for it. a Premier yeah, League that's team. the problem. They the could. The, the, all you've got to do to... They would have to spend money to do it. Not if in the East Stand, you could. The East Stand's going to be far too big allocation, though. No, you give them half the East Stand, and you could you could cordon off the seats. Oh, you'd have to break a wall up. Nah, you would have to just put some barriers up. Little coppers. What in the look. concourse? Yeah. In the concourse. Yeah. Really? Nah, you'd have to put a wall up in the concourse. You'd have to put a wall up. Yeah, put a stud wall up. Stud <laughs> <laughs> wall. I'll dig it. Put the old sports direct signs <laughs> I'll up. I'll just bang I've, them up. I've seen in the Leesers where where they have got a wall up, but it's got a door in where they've belted it down and tried to get get through it a few times so I, i'm not sure if there's any plans to 
to make that happen. I think Sunderland were the this same. This must be with third season. That I think Sunderland had the same thing with, with Acon having by the pitch either because they, they used to be behind the goal, mm-hmm. didn't they? But now yeah. it's up in the, oh, it, it was. For a bit of open, similar to ours, but not as high up. To be fair, Sunderland haven't been a Premier League team since that came into play. No, so it's, it's only Premier League clubs, I think, that have to do it. Yeah. I think it's also yeah. because of the... I'm sure there's someone else. After, like before and after the game, obviously the segregation mm. of getting in and out of the, the stadium. Because obviously the, it's the back turnstiles of the Leeds. That would where be the thing in, with doing it in, in the East End. You come out on... Um, yeah, coming straight out terrace, there on the terrace, yeah. And like you either turn left and go behind in Leeds's park and get filled in. You've got nowhere to go, have you? Mine, I suppose, the same applies to Leeds. like, but what do you think it would do for the atmosphere? Make it even better? I probably, yeah. I, I don't, it would be weird not seeing Newcastle fans by the pitch, mm. even like in the 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 mid to late 90s. They were still like in the second tier, weren't it? They were never down in my memory, they were never really by the pitch. Um, used to be, well, they were in. I'm trying we're to think in the Leeser's East Stand corner down by the pitch, and they were in the corner. The corner. I'm trying to think before, like before the build was built up, so like early, late 80s, early 90s. I can't remember. Fuck, I'm too young. Once the stands were built, def- de- definitely during the 80s and 90s, they were they were in the East Stand Leeser's corner. Right. And then when we were re- redeveloping it, they got moved into the Strawberry corner. Yeah, I can't remember. That. I think it was, it was only a bit. There's always a scoreboard, lad, so. They were right next to it. Will you be in favour of pitch side? No. No. Absolutely not. Why? I don't want them to influence the, their own team. They do, though, surely. That, I mean, that... I mean, the problem, like, well, you've, like you've just said, sitting in the Melbourne stand, you could clearly hear the away fans. So mm-hmm. I dare say that uh, the players can hear them anyway. <laughs> so where the fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was three thousand coming here. <laughs> but no, I want I want that bottom bottom bowl of St James's Park to remain a sea of black and white. It's scarves, nice, it? flags, it's, everything. It, it's. I'm glad it hasn't happened, mm. and I hope it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I can see the benefit. I can see it maybe considered unfair or what like. But I mean, it's it's different because we not to be one of those attendance people would generally speaking do fill it. Mm. Um, and I mean, since the takeover, I think. For foreseeable future, but we'll be filming it as well. Yeah, there's a comment there by Robert Murray that says Old Trafford doesn't feel like it's pitch side. I think you've got the disabled section, yeah, the disabled fans just, just in, front yeah. in the corner, then the, the away Aye. section just behind that. And it's in a corner, isn't it? Aye. Like, I was looking at it, yeah. yeah. I was looking at the back anyway, like, but <laughs> I it, it has it not changed now because they've got the they've got the standing seating things now. Oh, yeah, they? yeah, are they one of the clubs that got yeah. it? I was there, um, the 4 1 when we got people when Matty scored, mm. pumping the second half. Well, sure, what? Um, is man, is he Manchester? Lad, like a Lancashire. Oh, no, I'm thinking about um John Shuttleworth. Um, and I was, I was Boxing Day, and I was down with my sister in law's for Christmas. Like she lives in North Wales. I, I've heard fellas dad's a season ticket total or Old Trafford, big money fan. Um, from the area, like so it's all right, it's loud. So I went up with him. Like I went to his house in Chester. We drove up and still had a few beers. Um, but I couldn't drink at the game because I, I had to drive back to Wales that night. Like North Wales was not that far really. But I was like, everyone was like mortal because it was a it was a tea time game on boxing day so everyone's got that christmas drinks and they've got that christmas <laughs> game and i'm stood there like with a snickers and a, bar, a bottle of coke and i thought fuck i feel, I feel like a copper <laughs> like undercover that, that long like that mat i've got that just reminds actually half time the concourse was ridiculous you couldn't get moved i couldn't even get couldn't get the ball 
That's how busy it was. That's to it be fair. I, I love seeing Champions Park, but the concourses are are, are terrible. Oh, they're so under. under I think it's claustrophobic me when I go on that concourse all the time. Not under staff, but I just saw like under. There's not enough. Bottles, there's not enough concessions. There aren't enough concessions. Not enough concessions. And that's something that even if I had those, like pints that filled yeah. that quickly, like that <laughs> would make a difference. Pints again, I love those pints, mate. Well, that's why they've started having the bins at the bottom of the stairs, haven't they? They've got the bins full of ice and bottles. I, I very rarely hang around the concourse. I'll go good half time beer, but it's not got the people with the backpacks full of like. Nah, nah. That was good. That bottles of water at Hill and stuff like yeah. that. Bottles, eh? Well, that's that's why I've got the bins at the bottom of the stairs now. Yeah. Full of ice, but yeah, but the cash the only bottom of the stairs, cash so only, cash only, cash only for the bins. For the bins, you think they'd give them a? I mean, how eh? you've got 30, 30 people wandering around in the old George courtyard with little things to tap your card on to buy. Yeah, when, whenever bonds. I say cash only, I think I'm money laundering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not accusing Newcastle United of, of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was that tax there investigation are, are, by the many, revenue, many, wasn't there? Oh, that was, that's <laughs> Many things that have been accused of the owners, um, not accused former of, of well, well, former well, owners. Well, owners well, well, and there's, a, there's a charge sheet there, but I'm, I'm not going to add <laughs> with me one safety in mind. I'm not going to add money laundering to that list of accusations. Can we move on? Yeah, yeah move on. <laughs> um, don't put your reputation on the block. <laughs> no, that happened years. So, oh, next no. one, um, this one is from Emiron FM. We're moving on. You see, does Wood come back in for the next game? Yes. Uh, Man City, isn't I it? Man City should, on yeah. Sunday. Is it the 4.30 kickoff? Four? It's 4, 4.30. What, what what time are kickoffs these days on a Sunday? It's a 4.30. Five past four, isn't it? Is it? It is. The, 4.30. It's 4.30. Was not that you think of the five past two random one that I started doing on no, a Sunday? No, they, they did five past four ones a did few they? years ago. On Super Sunday. Super Sunday. Super uh, Sunday. That's what it used to be, but now because they've got three games on. There's a five past two one, it, isn't there? Rolled it back a bit, haven't they? So they've got the early, the mid, and the late. I seen Tottenham hadn't played a home game for at three o'clock on a Saturday for two seasons now. Is that true? Apparently so. Is that that'll be because of the Europa League though, won't it? Well, not just because of that, I wouldn't have thought. No, they play on a Wednesday, they can still play Saturday at three o'clock. No, Europa plays Europa League. Oh, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday isn't it? I mean it will have had a sort of effect on us, but you think over the two seasons, thirty eight home games, they've been in the stadium for three years now, so it's not as if no. It's a like Wembley half a season type of thing. Yeah, yeah they don't play Europe every single week either. And it's and it'll not be because of the you kind of play on the same day as you you need arrivals because we used to have that, didn't we? With with London, yeah. yeah. I think I think they have that with well, Stop, know, London, with London, have they? Yeah, yeah, yeah there's loads of times at Newcastle. Yeah. Some of them both played at three I, o'clock. I assumed that, I think that that's was just because of their their current situation, rather. Than... Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and the police, you you you've hardly got any police at the games now compared to what you used to have you've just got loads of stewards mm. mm-hmm. so question um does chris wood come back in uh yes i think so who drops willock so joe uh, back to your three of yeah, Bruno, three and... yeah you know what it is i i like willock but i think that's probably what i would do as well Mm-hmm. I was really surprised Dwight Gill didn't play if he was going to be dropping wood. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I what, am. against not. Liverpool? Yeah. Really? If he's not playing wood, he's gone. <laughs> he's, he's, gone. <laughs> he's got history against them as well, though, honey, has Dwight. Yeah. It's got the. the but we played Saint up front against Liverpool at Anfield as well, didn't we? I can't remember. 
I can't remember. It was that long ago. I can't even remember. It's a lifetime, a lifetime ago. Was that pre-table? Thanks, yeah. Shelby. Shelby scored, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And thanks, Rob Fish, for becoming a member. If anybody else wants to become a member, you can do so for as little as two ninety nine a month. Rob so Fish. thank you Did very Rob much. Fish not used to be a member. Maybe he just came back. Yeah. Maybe he's rejoined. Um, so we're all in agreement that Wood comes back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. You, you need, if not just a bit of a focal point, just to to have somebody to you know aim aim up up front. It's it's that bit of closing down, putting pressure on, and we know that. Christ, after, after that, you know how much Man City love to keep the ball. Mm. So we need God, to I, put yeah. a bit of pressure on them because if we if we struggle to close down and press Liverpool at the weekend without without him up, up top, then it's going to be a million times worse against City because they, they'll they just hold the ball and pass it around and pass it around and pass it around. I know we will be doing a match preview at some point during the week, but because we've, we've started chatting about the, the Manchester City game, that game worries me. It really does. It, it, I think I think they're a better team than Liverpool. And I think they create a hell of a lot more chances yeah. than what Liverpool do. And and I'm a little bit worried. I'm not worried, but only in that I've resigned myself to defeat anyway. Mm, okay. Um so what, what scoreline would you think would be acceptable? Anything less than three 0 Okay, so three or less. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I was as well. I was <laughs> thinking exactly three or less. Because when you get past, just generally speaking, like three nils are a heavy defeat. If like Leicester beat you three nil, or Leicester beat you four one, didn't they? Just about to say that. <laughs> if if um, something beat you three nil, well. <laughs> if someone around you who isn't like an exceptional team street ahead of everyone else beat you three nil, then you think, well, that's, that's a heavy didn't one. Brighton right? beat with three nil twice last season. Uh, yeah, somebody did. Brighton used to battle him, man. Yeah. But I think um, Liverpool, Man City, three nils, not a good result. It can be three nils, never a good result, is it? But it's like, it's acceptable. Hmm. That's the sort of result I was expecting against Liverpool, to yeah. be honest with you. I, was, like, I thought they would have got a, a couple, at least. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We, did, we, didn't, we didn't do that badly against them because we did. Until later on, when they made a lot of change, changes, then they did start getting a few more chances. We limited them. I'm, I'm quite, assuming quite a lot. Dubravka got Newcastle's man of the match. I, I couldn't think of anyone else because he had a great game, especially in that second half. Yeah, did really well. And Liverpool were Bruno was good again. He was yeah. tidy, strong on the ball and stuff. But Liverpool were. Um, it, it was a long. It wasn't their first team, was it? We've already established that trend. Yeah, played. midfield. Salah didn't was start. yeah. Salah was dropped. Did Firmino play. No, he's no. injured. It so, was uh, Jota Diaz. Came on, though, didn't he? Came um, at the end. Him and Salah came on. It was double sub. Salah definitely came on. It was double sub. Both of them came on. Firmino come on, did sure he? Sure did. can't remember. No, I was it not? I, um... I thought Trent played, so... I'm sure it was Firmino that came on. I might be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure Firmino came on. Uh, Rob Fish says he's a long-time watcher, first-time member. Keep with the good works, lads. Um, right. Says Rob. It was like... Uh... Like flash and blade, there wasn't he? <laughs> Next question is from Callum Lewis, also a member of the channel. Says, I was watching the Leeds game and I was thinking, would you lads have Rafinha at Newcastle? He's good, isn't he? He does seem like a good player. Yeah, I think I would. He's he's gone apparently, he's been linked with a move to Barcelona, though. That much sure when there doesn't really mean that you're a good player, does it? Yeah, their stocks, it stocks pretty low at the minute, Barcelona, doesn't, isn't it? But I think. If it's the name, if had a good Barcelona comes in for you, if Barcelona comes in for you, it's oh, you're going, you're going, and and, to the name, 
Bruno got linked with Real Madrid, and I thought, no matter what Newcastle United's project is at the minute, if a club like Real Madrid comes in for any one new players, you can't stand in no, there. Not way. just, not just. I mean, the club. But I mean, with all the good, I, I love obviously love the area and stuff. But if like, is it you've got a chance to go? Is it someone who isn't a Newcastle fan? Obviously, I would be a Newcastle and all that. But someone who's from Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, as it happens, is Bruno. Um, it was for being lucky, man. It was one of them. Is he was. Yeah. Fabinho rather than Fabinho. Um, that That's right. I yeah. Fabinho. Aye. Yeah. If you're at Leeds, if you're looking around Leeds going, I could be in Barcelona. Like, with all the goodwill in the world at Leeds. The same with Bruno Newcastle looking around. The, Newcastle's a beautiful city. Leeds a nice city. But you think, like, I, I could be in Madrid. Like, yeah, you would do it, aren't you? Someone with no ties to the area yeah. other than as a professional footballer for a little while. If, if, you, you if would, you're given the option to sign for somebody like Real... Barcelona, Milan, Juventus. You know, these are big, big, huge names in the yeah. in world football. You, you're going in. And look, you, you, as much as I don't want it to happen, you, you can't stand in his, in his way for, no, no. for a, a team like that coming in for you. Then, But that's that's almost like where you want to be, Newcastle yeah. to be a stepping stone. To a certain to, degree, to that, yeah. that a, level, whereas now, whereas in the past, we've been worried about we're a stepping stone for people going to Leicester. Crystal Palace, going to mm. Leicester, yeah, Iosi yeah. Perez, you know that 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 kind of thing. It's it's level. Like, there's levels, and and that is the ultimate level within world football at the minute to go to them types of clubs. Because Bruno is going to leave one day, like when he retires, if he gets injured, and has to sadly go. But if, if in three, that's in like fifteen years when he's retiring, though, yeah, in three four years' time, if we aren't. <laughs> If, if he's been sold the Champions League for Newcastle to come, and we are still like where we are, our fifth, sixth, whatever, three or four years' time, he'll be 27, 28, going like, oh, I've got to move at some point. Yeah. yeah like, mm. So it's going to, you know, but we're a long way away from being that record, that record, that level at the minute. But we probably never will be, really, you know, in spite It'll of take everything. a long time. Yeah. But yeah, like you say, I'd rather be a stepping stone for the very, very best than for like, Someone fighting relegation, or yeah, or, or fighting this team, or, or, or even a side, a side, side move. A side, so what you would consider move. a side yeah. move? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that that's when you look at some of the, the the great players that we've had in the Premier League. They've left some of the big clubs. Ronaldo obviously left Man, Man United. He's gone to play for Juventus, play for Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Gareth Bale went to, to Real Man Madrid. Real all, well, yeah. all of these mm-hmm. kind of things. You, you, <laughs> he was bizarre. He was a good player. Julian Forbes, him. But that's you know, as a as a footballer, that's what you want to do. You want to achieve these things in your career. So I I wouldn't hold it against them at all. But I want that to, to be a long way off. And if if he can get a move like that, that means he's played bloody well, and we've we've benefited from that. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Yeah, right. Good, good on. I'm gonna fly through some more of these questions. So this one is from Bass. Is Harry Bestie Mark and the other guy? It's me. <laughs> Um, says if a good offer came in for Wilson with his injury record and how much a good bit of business the sale of Carroll turned out, would you cash in? I mean, something what, that... what is a good price for Wilson? For Let's be honest. Pay, what do we pay? 25 20 25? Um, that's what I've got in mind. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's to be honest with you. It for depends a, who you bring in for a man who's a couple of years older, he's had injuries that he hasn't played for all of any. Since Christmas, I think it was a Man City game actually. Might be the last game we played, maybe it's Man U. I, I think if you get back what you paid from, and it sounds really because I really like Wilson as well. Um, it just shows you how far the, the clubs came since 
yeah. the start of the season that we're now thinking if you can get a replacement for Callum Wilson, you, you bring them in straight away. And that, they are looking, and that's just solely down the injury record. Uh, that, yeah. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've got no like, we're, we're huge Wilson it. fans, but oh, injury yeah. record. You need a player that's on the field. I mean, he's been massive. Without Wilson, we'd have been even this season. Well, not with the points we've got with since Hell came in, but it would have found things a lot harder this season last without Wilson. Mm. Um, got injured against Manu. I think he's Manu. still the Manu second top goal scorer this I season. I think he's top. Might be actually still be top. Yeah. He's top. He's got six, seven. Six, maybe. I think it is. Um, but yeah, I think if you get twenty-five to thirty, given it again, he's two years older than when we bought him. He's had the injuries. You think? Well, that's probably. I honestly think we'd struggle to get back the money we paid for him at the minute. So on the just back of just because just we're talking about Wilson, injuries. There's a question here from Jace. That is, all right, lads. If Wilson had remained fit for the entire season, how many goals do you think he'd be on? He's, oh, he's, he's doubling what he's got. He's, he's over 15 Something for me, like. I think so as well. I think 15 or so. I think we've, you said on here, Chris, a few weeks ago, like uh, the way Wilson plays as opposed, as opposed to, to Wood, like, he, he's, he gets in the channels mm-hmm. and he, he gets chances that way. I think, yeah, I think we are, uh, I think he's a better player than Wood. I, I like Wood, don't get us wrong. Um, well, his first touch, God. Um, but yeah, Wilson, I think, I think 15 or so. And I think we are comfortably top half not to say what he'd, six seven four he'd relish playing and that's that team i think so as well like yeah i think the way he just plays those little slide rule passes and stuff like that it, it, it just shows you if if you had a, a fully fit wilson i know we went on that that nine game unbeaten run mm-hmm. but i think with wilson in the team despite how good would done in those that that nine games you're picking up more points i think it's weird because you play differently don't you so maybe we'll be a bit more open and therefore not He's as just more clinical isn't he? He a is. He more. is more clinical. You know what it is. We're talking about this now, and I'm I'm kind of talking myself around, and maybe he's keeping him. I'm keeping him. I'm keeping him. I'm keeping him. Oh yeah, I mean, we're kind of off. Like, well, I don't know. It's, it's a funny one because I, I think we talked about this the other week where how you look at how Liverpool and Man City play without a striker, without that kind of focal point up front. If if that's what Howe wants to do, and I think we seem to think that that was what he would try and do. Um, Wilson becomes a, a substitute, like an impact player almost. Um, because I don't think he's the kind of, or maybe he is. He's good enough to kind of peel off and play on the wing a little bit. Mm-hmm. I remember we had a really good. But he played out on the right for, Jones for a while. Came didn't he? In. he had like Miggy yeah. through the middle, and he oh. would. So yeah, he, maybe he is capable. I would. I'd rather keep him. Um, I'd, I'd improve on him, but keep him. But I think anything from twenty-five up. And Tobias says, I said it a few times, but some of the chances that we've had, Wilson would have buried. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel as if there's a lot of the, the chances that we're getting in the form of the likes of. Uh, Saint and Chris Wood and Almiron, and they're so weak, they're not even testing the goalkeeper with the goalkeeper. Just takes a step. Thanks, there was a couple of shockers from Saint Maximum on Saturday, yeah. like where he's, he just, I don't know, he just scuffs at them or just gets no connection Doesn't whatsoever on the ball. Bizarre, isn't it? When you think how good he is on the ball, yeah, he just, just kind of hit it. Strike it. He can, but or if he does, often doesn't. It's, it's weird, isn't it? It's I don't like, know whether he's just. Overstretching because he's trying to keep, he's got that ball in front of him is. on the dribble, and he's just not then maybe close enough to his feet to hit it or, or what. But it, it's strange, it's strange. But then, like, again, going back to the, the Wilson v Wood thing, like Wood, he's been a big part of how they play. He's the, the, with how do you think of, they'll play together? Um, I know that takes a whole dynamic, it's of weird because setup. You, you don't often see two strikers, Sheeran and Les. I think, well, I mean, 25 <laughs> years ago now, that one, uh, Tory Andre Flo and Kevin Phillips. Four, four, um, fucking two. <laughs> it would it'd probably have to be, unless you play Willips. Willips? 
Phillips. <laughs> Wilson Phillips. Uh, hold on. Um, oh, no. It's a tune, that one. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, unless you play Wilson on like on one of the, the flanks, maybe he's bringing. He's not a winger, is he? But you could maybe just have him on the right, so maximum on the left, but through the middle. Because Wood, we've seen Wood kind of cover on the flanks as well. I think it's a scenario that's never going to happen. It's not going to happen, is it? Yeah, it's no. never going to happen. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see him stay, but I'd still want to bring in, a, ideally, another senior striker and another youngin as well. Have you watched that hoodie yet, Matt? I haven't. Just because you've got the Chris Emerson. I've no ironed it. <laughs> Did you watch that, Odie? Um, right, let's go through the rest of them because we've nearly been going an hour. Um, this one is from Helen Whitaker that says, Who do you think's going down? Norwich said, Little Arms had a canny game for cha- for a change yesterday. So, Pickford had a fantastic game yesterday. Brilliant. Brilliant. You saved one of them with his face, like it stays out, it stays, it stays out. out. That's what a goalkeeper's there for. It does. He had an absolute blinder against I Chelsea. The Schmeichel come out and just make himself big. Yeah. Mm. And that's, if it hits your face and it goes out, then you've saved it. That was a huge result for them yesterday, massive, wasn't massive. it? Massive. I think Leeds. Leeds, I think now, yeah. Which I did, in all honesty, call it the, the start of the season, didn't I? But I'm doubling down. down but if Everton go down, I take Pickford. I, I want it to be Everton. Oh, I do. That's, that's the... Not I want Pickford. That's I the dream. Yeah. Get them down, but... I just like Leeds being in the Premier League. Mm. Something right about it. But then Everton have been there since like 53 or whatever it is. Yeah, like, so this scrolls. Neenat as well. This oh, good and bad. He's a swag. Him, like. him yesterday. See him. Aye. With Havertz. He's, he's a right. He's a bugger, isn't he? Remember, uh, what do you reckon that happened to Air Carlson by chucking that, that smoke flare, bomb? Smoke bomb thing. I've seen someone say that the area that he threw it in didn't have any fans in. No, Did you see the, the force that he put in that, though? <laughs> well, I think he just threw it. Yeah. Somebody like, also said he threw it into the stand and it went into a section that was empty that had a bucket of sand and it landed on it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one. No, it there's one apparently the doubling down and saying that he was trying to get it out of the stadium. <laughs> That's how I read. He's literally just pelted it back in, hasn't he? It's from the I angle I've I... seen. Apparently, there is an empty section where he, he aims towards, but Doesn't where the in. camera angle goes, it looks like it's going in a lot Doesn't of people. I don't. It's think not, it's it, it isn't a flare, is it? So it's not. It's but literally just it's powder. Not, it's not just powder object. coming out. It's, it's, it's not. Back the fans. It's not Carragher throwing a coin back in the crowd, is it? Like it's. Throwing a what? Coin back in the crowd. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. You won't pelt it that in as well. What, what do you think it'll be? Do you think it'll just be a fine? Ah, he's not what's going to happen, is it? What happened to that Liverpool player? He'll be tooled off. I think he got a fine. Yeah. Harry. Coming back. What it, was, it was Harvey Elliott, wasn't it? Harvey Elliott. Okay. But he was on the field holding it and celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> because it chucks him back in. To be honest, I don't think he's thrown it in out of kind of bat. He's just thrown it in because it was there. Yeah, he hasn't like trying to hurt anybody, but it, it kind of did it, can he? So I, I don't know. It's a weird. His thing. own fans at the end of the day, wasn't yeah. it? It is a belt and photograph that's been taken. It's a great photo. when he when he picked. I thought, fuck, that's going to look amazing. Just <laughs> not him. Yeah. I wish it had been Andros. He's a knobhead, isn't he? He's a swine. That's why Evan needed to go down. It's full of pricks. I'll take him. Would you? Oh, I probably would. Well, yeah, I would as well. Absolutely. I just can't. I don't. I don't necessarily like him playing for another team. But I think if you put him in a half decent side, he's gonna he's be a fine. Nice he'll be person. a. But he, well, he, he might be a lovely person like, off we, the football. We, he's a shit house. We support Joey. We, we, we love shit We supported Joey Barton at Newcastle. He's... We love shit houses when they play for us. I just don't if he's in black and white stripes, we look at him in different. We way. always say that we're, we're, I'm got love shit houses. We're too nice. We're too. Kabai wasn't nice. He's a cheating shit house. They all are, man. Oh, Might as well be one as good. To get... be fair, as much as I like Almiron, Almiron takes a dive. Yeah. Sure. You all do. Would you describe Almiron as a cheat? Yes. You always said that record <laughs> for Paraguay a couple of years ago. 
he's a, he's, he's a lot better than he used to be. He's he's grown out of that a bit now, hasn't he? He's not like that was that was that South American MLS that he brought with him, wasn't it? That, that... He's, he's still got it with him, mate. He's still got it with him. I'll take Richarlison. Like I, I don't like Gordon. Wouldn't have him because I'm getting getting the bin. He's good as well. Yeah, Mina. Teammate of Bruno as well. Mina's a prick. I cannot stand him. Which I, of course, I, I don't It's just that that whole Everton team is just... Not all of them. They're just very unlikable. Seamus Coleman seems all right. Andros. Everton hate them. Rondon. Oh, their own fans hate them. Well, he must be all right. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go through the rest of them. Um, this one is from Josh Stockton. Thanks, Josh. Thanks very much for your donation as well. It says, hey, lads, hope you are all well. Disappointing we weren't able to get a result on Saturday. But after a couple of days to reflect, I'm just glad we put up a fight. I'm grateful we have a new manager, new owners now, onwards and upwards. On the back of that as well, um, Newcastle looked to be pointing another member of the backroom staff as well, um, a black. Burn Rovers um, employee. Yes. So um, I do have his name. If I can grab it. It's a very sensible, grounded opinion from Josh. That though, wasn't it? It and is Liam Mason. So he's currently Blackburn Rovers head of athletic performance. So it's another bum on seat. Do I have one of those at the minute? Did, probably uh, not. Uh, probably it was Lee Charlie. Probably <laughs> no. Did he not? Did Eddie come not bring you like a? Brought, sports scientist type role, didn't he? Oh, that, like, was very, uh, that was very... Uh, I know. See, Bruce, if that, you're that, sport, that sports made up scientist. <laughs> what is a sport? No, but I don't know if that's his, like, his proper... You don't want to do that. Type, I don't know why I'm doing it. I don't know if that was his, his official title, but it was that type of role, wasn't it? Sports science. Do you think he's going to bring another relative, relative of another famous person in? Because obviously Alan Carr is the son of um, Graham Carr, who was yeah. in this. And we've got Stevie Nicks' son as well, currently on a scouting. <laughs> so who else are we going to bring in? <laughs> yeah. Stevie Nicks' the Stevie Nicks' son? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I've just got what you said there. You, you actually got me. <laughs> you got, second, I'm like, Stevie Nicks' sons? All right. Oh, Stevie Nicks? Oh, dear me, bestie. Look got that. I thought that yesterday. I thought I was going to try and put that in somewhere. Then. Well, well played. Well but played. yeah, I think um, it's something that... The, 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 the kind of since the club was bought and they said, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of work behind the scenes. I'm gonna kind of put the money in. So it's because I move around so much. Yeah, it's proper wonky now. Like. Proper wonky. <laughs> but they brought in like um, they're talking about moving the training ground. Like, fall down in a couple of days. <laughs> probably. I'm surprised that's not already actually. I just nearly took the wall down. With the, the thing with this, the, the Dan fella from Dan Walton. No, from Brighton. Dan Walton from the Sun. No, not him. What's he called? Dan Ashford. Ashworth. Yeah, the, so that they're looking at improving the backroom side, the kind of the sports science area. <laughs> I think he's a technical director. <laughs> he's not a proper or football a man. Sporting director. He's not a proper fucking football man, is he? Um, but no, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I don't. I've got no idea if this book's any good. I've got to go football manager and see how many twenties he's got. I want to have the lot. Free kick specialist, throwing yep. specialist. Who was his dad's got a throwing specialist? Is it Liverpool? It's uh, it's Mick Fleetwood's dad. <laughs> I'm, not going there. I'm not even going there. Not even going there. <laughs> He's got that chuckle back. He's got that chuckle back. Um, right, just a few more things to touch on before we wrap it up. Uh, Callum Lewis mentions uh, Julian on scrap, Robertson and Miller on Saturday. Julian, I'm just getting himself involved in every little bit of scrap that's on the field. I love it. How vain his legs are. 
What? Vein in Joe Linton's not lens Varicus up. veins. Nah. Fucking really, I'm, he's, he's ripped, mate. That's why he's, he's got. Oh, he's got pure adrenaline running through his veins. And it's mad. It's like I can't even. You know when they put that serum in in um, Bruce Banner, and he's like, it's like that. He's like his legs are like that. <laughs> I thought you said syrup. 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 One of the things I wanted to mention as well. Just before we do go, is um, yesterday's match at St. James's Park. So, NUFC women, the ladies, the ladies, NUFC women were there, and 22, nearly 23,000 fans. It was unbelievable, excellent, wasn't it? It was unbelievable. I, I went, I took my two boys there, and it was a bit of a, a mockery in regards to the cash turnstiles. I'm not gonna lie, and um, they were expecting about 10,000. I was gonna say, I think gonna get more than that. That's what it was. It just kind of caught them a bit by surprise, didn't it? How so many people actually came. opened the east stand first, then I started queuing for the east stand. The fella just just came over, obviously worked for the club, and said, Oh, they've just opened the lasers, so you'll, you'll get straight in. I walked around the lasers, and the queue was twice as long, <laughs> so I had to come back to the east stand and. and Got into the East End, then guess where they made us walk to? The Galliots or the Leasers? The Leasers. <laughs> so we had just been. So it, it was a bit of a mockery that, but that atmosphere in the ground was great. And, and to see war flags there as well. Yeah, it was, it was lush that, like really good touch. Right there. It was really, really How good. How are the lasses? Yeah. That so, was a nice touch, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it's just, it's great to see what the, we say this every single week, but part of the, this, this football club, which was just put to one side, well, the ladies' football wasn't even part of Newcastle no, United not until, until not long on. ago. Um, but once again, the owner has just hit it out of the park. You know what I love? The photo oh, of... God. See what I mean? Uh, if, if people are listening, uh, Bessie has just put a photo of Jordan on thigh on the table. Even his shins and his calves? Glad you said shins. That's not normal. Right, what do you love, Bestie? The photo that I did after the game. And it's something that I, I wasn't... I wasn't that keen on the photo of all the owners with the team. Being in it. The other right, week, okay. I, was something I thought, keep that. For the players. I want to support the team. Um, I'm quite happy with our Manastavian, Murdoch Gudusi. Seem to be doing a really good job. Yeah, you're doing a good job. They're doing a good job. Stay away from each yeah, other. Yeah, because that, that's where the line between the, the, the whole sports was. Like Luke's wrote an article about it a while mm-hmm. ago and people jump on his down. I think there's valid, validity in the arguments that have been made against it. Um, but this one... Amanda Stavies and she's sitting on the floor. Yeah. And there's something in her sitting on the floor that I think I love that. And I don't know if it's big. It's normal. It's Yeah. And she's not because she's the owner. She's worth all this money and stuff like that. Owns a football. But that's like, I, I, I don't, I kind of put it into words yeah. like that. That's just, that's class. That. It humanizes that, doesn't it? I it think just it, makes yeah, it very like, much so. You know, just, she is just wants to be yeah. part of every part of this club. It, and it, it and, might just be incredible PR, but the little details like that, I think are like, that's. That's great, and then you can see what the last has got out of it as well. I've seen loads of them on Twitter over the past yeah, few days. And you yeah. see interviews of them, kind of they've been really like effusive about oh, it's been wonderful and all that. Like, and I'm, obviously, they're not the lasses aren't going to be playing in James's part every game, but mm. I think we've mentioned it on here before. Like, surely the training ground is going to have yeah. a facility that they yeah. can use because quite often that. I'm... So, I think it was mentioned first that the, the senior men's team will be going to this new complex that they'll be building, but then then. The academy and the the women's side will be moving to where the current the, the senior team currently play. But I think that's been knocked on the head straight away and said that they want a big complex. Yeah, where everybody's involved. I saw someone the other week say that they're looking at just over the road from the airport. Um, I've I, I've got no idea. The well, I'd mentioned that a while ago behind the airport because it's where it's actually where the the, the ladies play at the, the moment. 
Yeah. Like around there. So there's plenty of space. There's plenty of space in the north. Of course there is. Sheraton owned, still owned by John Hall as well. All that land. Yeah, I think right. I think that was uh, mentioned a couple of seasons back that about buying that land, land back off him. But God knows. Surely Jimmy Rubens, he owns half the city, doing he's gonna have yeah. a he's gonna know of course who owns. Well, that's why the race course was mentioned because mm. that's owned by the Rubens. Mm. Yeah, we've got spots well that'll pay across one of the things I did want to mention was quite funny. Um, when I, I went to the game yesterday with, with, with my two youngins, they, they loved it. They got away with a couple of flags as well, so they were buzzing, to be fair, and actually saw some some goals as well. My flag broke on Saturday. Oh, did, yeah. Sorry about that, mate. Just bent <laughs> he looked so upset. <laughs> <laughs> an, L, an L-shaped flag. <laughs> Which one was it? Um, it was white one. That's, that's Oh, one of those ones? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that's them. What they had. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had... I had um, Two, two um, I would say middle-aged uh, women behind us, and they knew the basics of Newcastle. The best is younger sister. <laughs> <laughs> they knew the basics of Newcastle, well, but I had to bite my tongue so much. They were sat, we were sat obviously in the leases, and they're going, "Oh, these are like the most expensive seats in the ground and stuff like that." <laughs> you don't know. Like, oh, this is the most expensive because you get to see behind the goal and like the full side of the field. I see. You need to check the prices, look, oh. because the East Stand is absolutely yeah, ripping yeah. people's eyeballs out at the moment. The centre section of the Leasers is expensive, like this, yeah. This, I don't know. If, I think it must be a sports bar, but that middle, yeah, that middle centre tier. Yeah, I was, I was there for a few. Uh, remember Northampton in the League Cup? The uh, young and I think Tovan scored. Tovan's oh yes, yeah, was it was yeah. You kind of go across it. You go across like a walkway above the bar and stuff like Aye. that. Like, and it's uh, that was. 15 quid a ticket that game but yeah I think that is quite a comes across as being quite a, a plush mm. quite a, a pleasant just area. that it's only that section in the leases than the rest think of so. normal price mm. this chick kickers like us aye. aye cheapest ones going cheapest seats going for yes, us lads yes, please well almost the cheapest but it's good the good thing about like having the, the lasses here yesterday and you see you took the boys mm-hmm. Um how many kids who aren't ordinarily going to get a go to a game on Saturday Um like younger kids mm-hmm. Um because it, it costs a lot of money, or it, it's just that busy, or people, uh, people, parents might be a bit apprehensive about taking. I, I mean, my kids are too far too young at the minute, but like taking a, a child to a football match because it's it, 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 testosterone oh. flying around. Yeah, but there again, haven't said that. It, it, it's not as if well, it's any worse now than it was I, I thirty took... years ago when we sort of going out. Oh, it's a lot better than those days. Back in the back when in you the, used to go in the twenties, well, I... rationing. <laughs> I, I took <laughs> the war. <laughs> I took my two to the the cup game, the Cambridge one. Yes, who got beat, uh, and there was a bloke behind us, and it was completely different. He was just swearing all the way through it. And yeah, I had. Yeah, Dev, I would sorry been, about that. <laughs> Dev, <laughs> Dev, I would have been five. So, so then when we're in the car driving to St James Park, you see Dad. Remember that man that just kept on swearing behind us? I was like, it won't be like that today, son. Don't uh, worry about that. <laughs> I try and because Amy's um, me wife's from Cheshire, and she's not like I'm not from a football family like that. Like so, I kind of I think. The day Alfie comes back from his first game and goes, "Oh man, what's a uh, what was what, what why is, what's a wanker? <laughs> what's a dad been saying now? Oh, you met Taylor? Sorry, Taylor. Right, so that's us done. Um, thanks everybody who has tuned in tonight. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Is there anything that you want? We have been going long enough. We have been going for over an hour. Now, really? Yes. Time, anything you want to add before we wrap this one up? Much, no, it's nice. Time flies when Dagger's not here. <laughs> no, there the will be, but I can't think about like yeah. Um... Okay. Thanks everybody, and we'll see you in the week for more match previews, extra time, 
and God knows whatever else. Thank you. See you later. Love you. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.